Hey everybody, welcome to another podcast broadcast. This is Taylor. How are you doing today? No, it's uh, been a couple days since I've posted. I know you are all sad and weary and teary-eyed. Um, so I know I've been talking about a lot about anxiety and stuff like that. Maybe some people are kind of annoyed or... Maybe it's not relatable. I don't know. But one reason I talk about that a lot is because for me, it's something that I I really didn't know that I had a lot of anxiety until about probably a couple of years ago. And it's been weird identifying it. And now I can identify it. Like I, now when I feel it, I'm like, oh, that's what this is. Right. This is anxiety. This is, I wouldn't say depression, like clinical depression, because I'm a pretty, um, you know, outgoing person and I'm active and ambitious, but there's a little bit of a layer of feeling a little depressed uh, about my life, (laughs) which is kind of funny. I don't, I feel like I don't really have a reason to be, but, you know, I kind of am in a way. So I'm constantly working to figure out how to make things better for myself, you know, improve my mindset. And I've come a long way. Regardless, I want to transition to talking about Jordan Peterson a little bit. Um, I talk about him a lot, or I reference him a lot. And he's in the news often, depending on what kind of news you listen to, or where you're plugged into the zeitgeist culturally. Uh, For example, I just read a little article today that the Seattle Seahawks are paying to have Jordan Peterson give a talk for the football players. And this enraged some far lefty NFL or ESPN ex anchors or whatever. But he's in he's in the culture right now, and I think I've touched on this before, but I want to kind of reiterate how I got in to Peterson because I think it's important and how it could shed some light on why he's beneficial. So for me, I ran into Jordan Peterson's stuff after the big um, explosion of, I don't know, explosion is not the right word, but I, I ran into his stuff on YouTube when the Canadians were passing a bill about using pronouns in Canada. And I don't know all the specifics, but I just saw these videos of these people, uh, these young, these people in college, young people, aggressively, verbally attacking this professor guy, right? He was a little bit tall, kind of grayish hair. He was wearing suspenders, white button-down shirt. And he had a, a classic look about him, like a 1950s look, 1950s demeanor. And he's getting attacked by all these radical left-wingers who are just like calling him a homophobe and a transphobe and a a sexist and all this. And he's he's like having to deflect and respond to all these accusations. And while he's, you know, maneuvering through this, uh, this, you know, uh, these maze of attacks and bullshit coming at him, I was like, whoa, this guy is making a lot of sense. So I started following him. 
you know, because he's a lot of his stuff is, you know, he's a big proponent of free speech. And I know in this day and age, free speech is a sensitive topic. There's a good bit of people who don't believe in free speech anymore. And so that got me interested. It's his politics. Well, fast forward a little bit, and that was in the end of 2016, beginning of 2017. In 2017 is when I started going into a bit of a dip in my mood, my outlook. I wouldn't say my outlook was negative, but it was definitely, you know, the anxiety was high, lots of anxiety um, in terms of, you know, and the stress level was so high. Work, the work level I was working, you know, I'm actually have worked more this year, but I couldn't deal with it as well back then. So I was not dealing with the work level as good and it was just increasing and my Taekwondo martial arts was increasing in importance and competition and expectation and I was in you know I was in a, in a big relationship and I was having so much trouble balancing these elements in my life and I had I hadn't found I hadn't been using a lot of Jordan Peterson yet but every once in a while I'd listen to him but not much well fast forward to after this breakup that has been huge for me over the last couple of years. I started listening to Jordan Peterson's lectures on that weren't politically based. They were more psych, psychology based. They were about you know psychology and they were about uh, philosophy and morality and ethics. And that's when I was able to take a turn out of this kind of rut. That I was in, you know, I wasn't in totally a rut, but it was it was such a struggle. You know, everything's a struggle to a degree, but there was a struggle in vision. I could say that I had, and with listening to Jordan Peterson's take, you know, um, this was in 2017, early summer, so around uh, June, and he would talk about things like, look. Get your act together. And he would say, just start in the immediate, start in the small term. Or, you know, start in the short term, start in your immediate vicinity, clean your room. Right? Clean your room. And once you clean your room, you'll be surprised at how much better you'll feel. Right? You'll feel more organized. You'll start to get your, maybe you'll start to get your thoughts in order a little bit. And as you improve your life, right? Like get your, you know, clean your room, start paying attention to your schedule a little bit more, get on a better schedule, right? Like start trying to improve your relationships, take on more responsibility. These are things that he started, you know, that I was listening to. And I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. And he would talk about taking on more responsibility in your life and how that will bring you meaning. And it came at such an important time for me. And listening to his lectures, you know, when things got difficult, when things got hard and arduous, and I just felt, you know, like I just couldn't get out of the situations that I was in, in terms of work and, and what am I doing? Where am I going? Listening to Peterson, he would be like, listen, 
you've got to take on more responsibility. It will bring you more meaning. And I took that and I ran with it to, to a big extent. I mean, I cleaned up my, my room. I cleaned up my apartment. I started just, I just started getting more organized and I'm not an organized person by any means, but I got more organized is the way to put it. So I got more organized and on top of getting more organized, I was pushing myself out into the world more because that was one thing that he you know, was talking about is how you've got to push yourself into the border, onto the border of chaos and order. And I took that and started trying to embody some of these messages that he talked about. And so following some of Jordan Peterson's advice in terms of just very practical steps, very practical steps in the world on how to uh, you know, get yourself out of maybe a troubled mindset or how to start getting things better in your family because that's what he focuses on generally when it comes to this, this kind of self-help stuff is like, look – Start taking steps to improve your life and take responsibility for your life. And it's such a powerful message that for me, it has meant a lot. And then, of course, his philosophy on top of that is also very deep. I mean, people love attacking him and saying he's shallow and this, that, and the other. But his commentary on Christianity is extremely valuable, extremely valuable and will bring a if you don't know, it, I would recommend if you're already somebody who's very philosophically minded and you're deep in the trenches to a degree, I recommend listening to one of his podcasts. It was an interview and it was called – I think it's called uh, Myth, Religion and uh, – I can't remember the whole thing. It's like Myth, Science and Religion maybe and it's fantastic. He talks – goes into in-depth – about aspects about what is the truth, about the nature of reality, about Christianity. And one thing that Peterson consistently brings up is how we're meant to carry a heavy load. We're meant to bear lots of responsibility and how it, in, it improves our lives as we deal with that load. We don't want it too heavy that it crushes us, but we need a load that will make us stronger over time. So that meant a lot to me over the last, I would say it's crazy, it's coming on two years now of really getting into his stuff and it's been extremely beneficial. So if you are wandering around, if you're lost, trying to figure out what the fuck you want to do, Jordan Peterson's a good place to start. He's got a book out, 12 Rules for Life. It's been doing extremely well, and he's been touring all over the world. I went and saw him in May of this year, and it was a great talk. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly where else I want to go, except I wanted to kind of put this out there. I originally did a podcast a few, maybe a month ago that I talked about three people that I follow on the internet that have really helped me a lot. Uh, one of them is Jordan Peterson. 
Gary Vaynerchuk, and another one, surprisingly, was Stefan Molyneux. Uh, he, I don't listen to him a lot now. His style's a little bit uh, aggro for me, a little bit aggressive. And um, there's just, you know, it's, it's good to hear. It's good to listen to, but he's got a, a good call-in show that will that helps helps illuminate things in your own life and i think i'll go into more detail that later but one thing i want to say about jordan peterson is what he's doing is very important right now uh i know i don't get really political on this thing but there is a big push from people that are i would say more on the far left of of things that do that the people that advocate for safe spaces and are pushing people off of college campuses tend to not be in favor of what they call hate speech and it's very dangerous and if you are looking for somebody who illuminates the arguments against clamping down on speech then Jordan Peterson's a good guy to go to because it's extremely comprehensive extremely comprehensive he talks about how freedom of speech is an elemental part of thinking and how, you know, once you, and this is obvious, but it's obvious and it's not. But once you start regulating hate speech, the question of who decides what is hate really becomes the ultimate problem because one, you know, one person makes a joke, another person says that's hate speech. You know, it's, we see that already. In the UK and in Canada, there have been big cases where people have been fined or almost put in jail for jokes. And so this hate speech debate is real. And if you're looking to kind of get your shit together, which is what we're trying to do here on Taylor Radio, on the broadcast podcast, um, you need to check him out. So I think that's all I have to say for today. And thank you for listening. If you want to send me an email, you send me an email at tayradio1, T-A-Y-R-A-D-I-O-1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. And remember, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient.